Hello and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 57. We're going to start with Leviticus chapters 11 through 13. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Say to the people of Israel, These are the living things which you may eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Whatever parts of the hoof and is cloven-footed and chews the cud among the animals you may eat. Nevertheless, among those that chew the cud or part of the hoof, you shall not eat these. The camel, because it chews the cud, but does not part the hoof, is unclean to you. And the rock badger, because it chews the cud, but does not part the hoof, is unclean to you. And the hare, because it chews the cud, but does not part the hoof, is unclean to you. And the swine, because it parts the hoof and is cloven-footed, but does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. Of their flesh you shall not eat, and their carcasses you shall not touch. They are unclean to you. These you may eat of all that are in the waters. Everything in the waters that has fins and scales, whether in the seas or in the rivers, you may eat. But anything in the seas or the rivers of the, or the rivers that has not fins or scales, of the swarming creatures in the water and of the living creatures that are in the waters, is an abomination to you. They shall remain an abomination to you. Of their flesh you shall not eat, and their carcasses you shall have an abomination. Everything in the waters that has not fins and scales is an abomination to you. And these you shall have in abomination among the birds. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle, the vulture, the osprey, the kite, the falcon according to its kind, every raven according to its kind, the ostrich, the night hawk, the seagull, the hawk according to its hind, kind, the owl, the cormorant, the ibis, the water hen, the pelican, the carrion vulture, the stork, the heron according to its kind, the hoopoe, and the bat. All winged insects that go upon all fours are an abomination to you. Yet among the winged insects that go on all fours, you may eat those which have legs above their feet, in which to leap on the earth. Of them you may eat the locust, according to its kind, the bald locust, according to its kind, the cricket, according to its kind, and the grasshopper, according to its kind. But all other winged insects which have four feet are an abomination to you. And by these you shall become unclean. Whoever touches their carcasses shall be unclean until the evening. And whoever carries any part of their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every animal which parts the hoof but is not cloven-footed or does not chew the cud is unclean to you. Everyone who touches them shall be unclean. And all that go on their paws among the animals that go on all fours are unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening. And he who carries their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. And these are unclean to you among the swarming things that swarm upon the earth. The weasel, the mouse, the great lizard, according to its kind, the gecko, the land crocodile, the lizard, the sand lizard, and the chameleon. These are unclean to you among all that swarm. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until the evening. And anything which any of them falls when they are dead shall be unclean, whether it is an article of wood or a garment or a skin or a sack. Any vessel that is used for any purpose, it must be put into water and it shall be unclean until the evening. Then it shall be clean." And if any of them falls into any earthen vessel, all that is in it shall be unclean, and you shall break it. Any food in which it may be eaten, upon which water may come, shall be unclean. And all drink which may be drunk from every such vessel shall be unclean. And everything upon which any part of their carcass falls shall be unclean. Whether oven or stove, it shall be broken in pieces. They are unclean and shall be unclean to you. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern holding water shall be clean. But whatever touches their carcass shall be unclean. And if any part of their carcass fall upon any seed for sowing that is to be sown, it is clean. But if water is put on the seed and any part of their carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. 
And if any animal of which you may eat dies, he who touches its carcass shall be unclean until the evening. And he who eats of its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. He also who carries the carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every swarming thing that swarms upon the earth is an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatever goes on its belly and whatever goes on all fours or whatever has many feet, all the swarming things that swarm upon the earth, you shall not eat for they are an abomination. You shall not make yourselves abominable with any swarming things that swarms, and you shall not defile yourselves with them, lest you become unclean. For I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves forever, and be holy, for I am holy. You shall not defile yourselves with any swarming thing that crawls upon the earth. For I am the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the law pertaining to beast and bird and every living creature that moves through the waters and every creature that swarms upon the earth to make a distinction between the unclean and the clean and between the living creature that may be eaten and the living creature that may not be eaten. The Lord said to Moses, say to the people of Israel, if a woman conceives and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days as at the time of her menstruation, she shall be unclean. And on the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. Then she shall continue for thirty-three days in the blood of her purifying. She shall not touch any hallowed thing, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying are completed. But if she bears a female child, then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her menstruation. And she shall continue in the blood of her purifying for sixty-six days. And when the days of her purifying are completed, whether for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the door of the tent of meeting, a lamb, a year old, for a burnt offering, and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. And he shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement for her. Then she shall be clean from the flow of her blood. This is for the law. This is the law for her who bears a child, either male or female. And if she cannot afford a lamb, then she shall take two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement for her, and she shall be clean. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When a man has on the skin of his body a swelling or an eruption or a spot, and it turns into a leprous disease on the skin of his body, then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest or to one of his sons the, priest, the priests. And the priest shall examine the diseased spot on the skin of his body. And if the hair in the diseased spot has turned white, and the disease appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is a leprous disease. When the priest has examined him, he shall pronounce him unclean. But if the spot is white in the skin of his body and appears no deeper than the skin and the hair in it has not turned white, the priest shall shut up the diseased person for seven days and the priest shall examine him on the seventh day. And if in his eyes the disease is checked and the disease, disease has not spread in the skin, then the priest shall shut him up seven days more and the priest shall examine him again on the seventh day. And if the diseased spot is dim and the disease has not spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is only an eruption, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the eruption spreads in the skin, after he has shown himself to the priest for his cleansing, he shall appear again before the priest, and the priest shall make an examination. And if the eruption has spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. When a man is afflicted with leprosy, he shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall make an examination. And if there is a white swelling in the skin which has turned the hair white, and there is quick raw flesh in the swelling. It is chronic leprosy in the skin of his body, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. He shall not shut him up, for he is unclean. And if the leprosy breaks out in the skin, so the leprosy covers all the skin of the diseased person from head to foot, so far as the priest can see. 
Then the priest shall make an examination, and if the leprosy has covered all his body, he shall pronounce him clean of the disease. It is all turned white, and he is clean. But when raw flesh appears on him, he shall be unclean. And the priest shall examine the raw flesh and pronounce him unclean. Raw flesh is unclean, for it is leprosy. But if the raw flesh turns again and is changed to white, then he shall come to the priest, and the priest shall examine him. And if the disease has turned white, then the priest shall pronounce the diseased person clean. He is clean. And when there is in the skin of one's body a boil that is healed, and in the place of the boil there comes a white swelling or a reddish spot, then it shall be shown to the priest, and the priest shall make an examination. And if it appears deeper than the skin, and its hair is turned white, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the disease of leprosy. It has broken out in the boil. But if the priest examines it, and the hair on it is not white, and it is not deeper than the skin, but is dim, then the priest shall shut him up seven days. And if it spreads in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is diseased. But if the spot remains in one place and does not spread, it is the scar of the boil, and the priest, the priest shall pronounce him clean. Or when the body has burn on its skin, and the raw flesh of the burn becomes a spot, reddish-white or white, the priest shall examine it. And if the hair in the spot has turned white, and it appears deeper than the skin, then it is leprosy. It is broken out on the burn, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous disease. But if the priest examines it, and the hair on the spot is not white, and it is no, it is no deeper than the skin, but is dim, the priest shall shut him up seven days, and the priest shall examine him the seventh day. If it is spreading in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous disease. But if the spot remains in one place and does not spread in the skin, but is dim, dim, it is a swelling from the burn, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is the scar of the burn. When a man or woman has a disease on the head or the beard, the priest shall examine the disease. If it appears deeper than the skin and the hair in it is yellow and thin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is an itch, a leprosy of the head or the beard. And if the priest examines the itching disease and it appears no deeper than the skin and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall shut up the person which the itch with the itching disease for seven days. And on the seventh day, the priest shall examine the disease. And if the itch has not spread, there is no yellow hair and the itch appears to be no deeper than the skin, then he shall shave himself, but the itch he shall not shave. And the priest shall shut up the person with itching disease for seven days more. And on the seventh day, the priest shall examine the itch. And if the itch has not spread in the skin, and it appears no deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if it, but if the itch spreads in the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall examine him. And if the itch has spread in the skin, then the priest need not seek for the yellow hair. He is unclean. But if in his eyes the itch is checked, and black hair has grown in it, the itch is healed, he is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. When a man or a woman has spots on the skin of his body, white spots, then the priest shall make an examination. And if the spots on the skin of the body are of a dull white, it is tetter that, the, that has broken out in the skin. He is clean. If a man's hair has fallen from his head, he is bald, but he is clean. If a man's hair has fallen from his forehead and temples, he has baldness of the forehead, but he is clean. But if there is a bald head or the bald forehead, a reddish white disease spot, it is a leprosy breaking out on his bald head or his bald forehead. Then the priest shall examine him, and if this disease swelling is reddish-white on his bald head or on his bald forehead, like the appearance of leprosy in the skin of the body, he is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest must pronounce him unclean. His disease is on his head. The leper who has the disease shall wear torn clothes and let the hair of his head hang loose, and he shall cover his upper lip and cry, Unclean! Unclean! He shall remain unclean as long as he has the disease. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone in a habitation outside the camp. 
When there is a leprous disease in a garment, whether a woolen or linen garment, in warp or wool or woof of linen or wool, or in a skin or in anything made of skin, if the disease shows greenish or reddish in the garment, whether in warp or woof or in skin or in anything made of skin, it is a leprous disease and it shall be shown to the priest. And the priest shall examine the disease and shut up that which has the disease for seven days. Then he shall examine the disease on the seventh day. If the disease has spread in the garment, in warp or woof or in the skin, whatever be the use of the skin, the disease is a malignant leprosy. It is unclean, and he shall burn the garment. Whether diseased in, war, in warp or woof, woolen or linen, or anything of the skin, for it is a malignant leprosy, it shall be burned in the fire. If the priest examines, and the disease has not spread in the garment, in warp or woof, or in anything of skin, then the priest shall command that they wash the thing in which is the disease, and he shall shut it up seven days more. And the priest shall examine the diseased thing after it has been washed. And if the diseased spot has not changed color, though the disease has not spread, it is unclean. You shall burn it in the fire, whether the leprous spot is on the back or on the front. But if the priest examines, and the disease is dim after it is washed, he shall tear the spot out of the garment, or the skin, or the warp, or woof. Then if it appears again in the garment, in warp, or woof, or in anything of skin, it is spreading. You shall burn with fire that which is the disease. But the garment, warp, or woof, or anything of skin from which the disease departs, when you have washed it, shall then be washed a second time, and be clean. This is the law for a leprous disease in a garment of wool or linen, either in warp or woof, or in anything of skin, to determine whether it is clean or unclean. Hello. Uh, sorry, apologies if you're hearing my cat in the background. He's uh, he's hungry, and uh, I'm going to feed him as soon as I'm done recording this. But until then, uh, this is Gami, who you keep hearing. He's very sweet and very hungry. So moving on to Psalm 57. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for in thee my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of thy wings I will take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I cry to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. He will send from heaven and save me. He will put to shame those who trample upon me. God will send forth his steadfast love and his faithfulness. I lie in the midst of lions that greedily devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongues sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be over all the earth. They set a net for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my way, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my soul. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to thee, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to thee among the nations. For thy steadfast love is great in the heavens, thy faithfulness to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be over all the earth. And now we have Matthew chapter 27, verses 1 to 26. When morning came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And they bound him and led him away and delivered him to Pilate the governor. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that he was condemned, he repented and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, I have sinned in betraying innocent blood. They said, What is that to us? See to it yourself. And throwing down the pieces of silver in the temple, he departed, and he went and hanged himself. But the chief priests, taking the pieces of silver, said, It is not lawful to put them in the treasury, since they are blood money. So they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Therefore that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken by the prophet Jeremiah, saying, 
And they took the 30 pieces of silver, the price of him on whom a price had been set by some of the sons of Israel, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, You have said so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he made no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor wondered greatly. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had, a they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting in the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much over him today in a dream. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the people to ask for Barabbas and, to, and destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this righteous man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified.